0: The some to say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth with blessings on this day. As we do give God the glory for all the great things that he's doing, that he's done, and yet has prepared for our future. There is truly nobody like the Lord. Nobody like the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb. We do glorify Him just because of who He is. He is our Creator, our Sustainer, the Giver of our very life. So we praise and we lift Him up by surrendering our life to Him, that He may use us, Hallelujah, for His glory. Welcome to With Purpose Our Purpose Podcast. It is a podcast designed with you in mind, understanding purpose, identity in Christ Jesus. Well, we have to know who we are and to whom we belong In such a time as this Time we've never seen before and shall never see again Is up on us Which is the end of days it's, You see it, the Bible is fulfilling itself Second by second, moment by moment We are living the end of days So we have to be prepared in preparation And the only way we can know that is to know That God knows us by name and God has a purpose and a plan for our life. And the only way we can find it out is to surrender unto His will, first of all, to be saved by His grace and His mercy. And then allow His Holy Spirit to be poured into us that it may seal us and keep us and keep us on the right track guiding and teaching us every day of our life. Understanding the Word of God, allowing the Word of God to get within us, applying that Word that it become a manifestation within us, that we become the living, breathing, walking Word of God. That is our prayer for today and forever and always until He comes to reclaim the redeemed. As we continue to study the book of John, John said, I wrote this book that you may believe That you may believe And he continue on the journey As we go uh, to chapter 6 Chapter 5 on today We're at chapter 5 for today As we left off on chapter 4 on Friday And Jesus is continuing his journey His walk And he's doing the miracle signs and wonders And he is pleading Not necessarily pleading but he is defending his case against the church folk, the Pharisees, those that are watching him as he prepare. Again, as John said, that you may believe he had to order his case of who he was with church folks, the folks that had studied and and uh, claiming to know uh, the word of God, that they may see him when he comes. Jesus addresses that <laughs> Even in this very chapter He addressed address that As The Pharisees Challenged him For the work that he was doing for the Father was Jesus and now Is on his way to Jerusalem um, To be a part Of the whole Holy Day Feast One of the Holy Day Feasts That they are preparing for And on his way he finds a man that is sitting at, at, at a pool called uh, Besta. Besta, I can't even get it out now. Look at the devil. But uh, he's sitting at the pool. This man that has an infirmity for over 38 years. And the pool has five porches. And this pool, this particular pool, the people of God know that the angel come down a certain time of the year and the Bible said, the word said that he troubles the water, in other words, he touches the water hallelujah he touches the water that whoever may enter in can can be healed of any sickness, disease, or whatever the case may be, if they enter into the water as the angel has touched it healing power in the water. And there was a man that was laying there as Jesus passed by Beth. And uh, he was seeing the man. The man had been there 38 years. This is what the word said. 38 years on his bed with an infirmity. And Jesus looked up on the man and asked him, Will thou be made whole? The man began to tell his story that you know when the angel comes down and touch the water that there's people that steps over him and he has no one to help him to the water. Jesus asked the question, Will you be made whole? Now, the man has been there 38 years, and undoubtedly, he's infirm there, so somebody has been bringing him food. Some way he had to be sheltered from the weather. Somebody had been meeting his needs, his, 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 his physical need to be fed and to be bathed, of course, and no clothes and covering. Somebody had been given, meeting his needs. Now understand and and we see it so often as we see homeless people and, and different people on the street corners and they're asking for bread or asking for money and God says that we are supposed to To love our neighbors as ourselves And when we see them in need That we should act accordingly But Jesus asked this man Will you be made whole? And in our frame of mind And our thinking off the bat Yes sir I would be made whole Why would Jesus even have to ask him that question Knowing that he's been in the state he's been in for 38 years Comes down to the mentality of a man. Will you be made whole? In other words, what Jesus, I have been asking him now, these people have been taking care of you for 38 years. Are you willing to put in the work and the effort to receive what I have for you? You're going to lose. You know some setups that you had in your life. You're gonna lose some people that you've been depending on that you thought uh, you needed in order to sustain and survive. I want you to know that they eh, they might have just been there for a season, but now you're gonna have to be on your own two feet. You're gonna go out have to go out and get your job. You're gonna have to go out and provide for yourself. You're gonna have to be able to think and move and breathe. Without depending on others, will you be made whole? Because sometimes our mental state, we have to depend on others. We, we don't believe in ourselves enough to stand on our own. Because we don't know who our identity is in Christ Jesus. Will you be made whole? Now, I've become dependent on this thing because I need somebody to tell me I'm good enough. I need somebody to tell me that I am smart enough. I need somebody to tell me that they believe in me, will you be made whole? Because it it comes to your identity now, you're not going to depend on nobody else. I'm finna give you what you need to be whole spiritually, mentally, physically in me, if your faith is in me that I can do this, then your focus have got to change. Your focus have got to change from dependency upon man to dependency upon the one that is able to heal you, mind, body, and soul. Will you be made home? This is this is what I think Jesus is is speaking unto this man that has dealt with this thing for thirty-eight years. That's a long time to depend on somebody else. And then all of a sudden, you gotta do it for yourself. Sometimes we are caught in our own infirmities. We are in our own setup because we won't believe. God To be our source and our supply. Will you be made whole? Sometimes we become our own story. That we may receive sympathy from others. As a codependent because of fear. Of depending on our own selves. In the word of God. God has implanted something in each and every one of us for his purpose and his use. And when we come into that identity of who we are, and we start walking out the word of God, hallelujah, you, feel you face some scary situations. And it's not to say that you, you're not going to need somebody, but you need to surround yourself with like-minded people that will build you up and not handicap you. And not tear you down. Iron sharpened irons Reproof, correct, rebuke for the glory of God. We all need that. These are the people that we surround ourselves that won't step over us. Hallelujah. To get it for themselves, but we lock arm in arm and we go to receive the blessings of the Lord together. Together that he pour into our spirit, that he pour into us physically, mentally, and spiritually, that we be made whole in him. This is what Jesus is saying unto the man. And straightway, as this man is healed, he picked Jesus Just tell him, Pick up your bed and go, pick up your bed and walk here on this Sabbath day. It's the Lord's day, the Lord, the day of rest. Here come the Pharisees. Why are you ton this bed here on the Sabbath? This man, they knowed him. Had been laying on this bed for thirty-eight years. They had to know who he was. And they're angry. Didn't didn't ask him, man, how? Didn't rejoice in the fact that he's been healed. He's been didn't rejoice in that instantly. You have broken the ten commandment. You've broken the law. Re- didn't rejoice over his healing. You have broken the law. That's what Paul teaches you. The law it couldn't fix what was broken. It couldn't do it. It couldn't bring you to salvation. It was too straining his own. It, it 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 was. The guidelines, it is, and it remains the guidelines to go by. But you got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's the keeper, that's the teacher. That is the one, huh? That will lead you to all truth, lead you to all understanding. It's the Spirit, hallelujah, of the Trinity here, which is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But he is the Pharisees. They, they, they become angry over the letter of the law, not knowing the one that had performed the miracle. He is the Sabbath. He is our rest. That, was, that is what Sabbath means rest. He is our Sabbath. He is the word we find our peace. He is where we seek shelter from the storm. Hallelujah. It's in Jesus. He is the Sabbath. But they didn't understand that. So straightway they want to find a way. To get rid of him because even you know now that the people are following him, they see the miracles that he is performing and the words that he is saying and he's teaching and they begin to draw closer to him and he is showing up the faults of the so-called leaders, the church leaders, which was the Pharisees. So straightway they begin to plot way, not realizing that they are part of the plan. And Jesus said, you don't even realize. You trust in man, which was Moses, who wrote what you're studying. In these words, you think that you have life. But if you understand all the words that Moses wrote, that he wrote them about me. In scripture, you think you have life. But you will find that they are all about me. He is the Word. Again, we're back at you He is the Word. He is the Word, and we can only get life through Him. He, he said, "The one that sent me, my Father." And you're angry about that when I say that He is my Father. And then there's in their, in their uh, natural state of mind, they're thinking that He is blaspheming the Holy Ghost, but he said, you got to understand, you can't even come to the Father unless you come through me. He's given me the authority. All things are are, are in my hand. He just sent me here to conquer death and to give the ultimate sacrifice that you won't continue in these same old rituals over and over and over again in your life and nothing is being fulfilled. Because if you break one law, oh, you broke them all. But here I come to extend you the grace and mercies of God that says, I'm going to give you another chance. 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 He came not into the world to condemn the world. But to save that which is lost. That was his purpose and his plan. He's the only thing you got to do is believe in me. You ain't got to sacrifice the animals. If you sacrifice, it, it wouldn't, they say, it wouldn't have been enough animals in the world to redeem us from the sin that we commit. Wouldn't have been enough. Wouldn't have been enough blood. But, oh, but the Lamb of God with the shedding of his blood ultimate sacrifice but they are having a hard time understanding and again the Pharisees these are the ones that all they did was study the word study the law that they may be prepared and here Jesus is and they missed him they missed him because they was looking for the King, the Messiah to come, the way that He's going to come this time, He was looking for the miraculous. But He was subtle and humble in His beginning. Mm, mm, that the select few that knew, the elected of God. Had pronounced his birth, the great Messiah is amongst them, and they didn't even know it, did not know it because of their own ignorance. How many times did God speak to us, Jesus? speaking to us to do his good and his will. We miss it. We clam up. God is this sheep? We're not sure. He said my sheep hear my voice and no other will they follow. So we practice it. Listening. Position ourselves. Get out the TV. Get off your cell phone. Get off of Facebook. Social media. Spend that time with the Lord that you may hear His voice and recognize it. Just a little talk with Jesus um, makes it all right, as my grandmother used to say. Building that relationship. Will you be made whole? This is the season that we are in. Jesus is asking, will you be made whole? It's time to stop being codependent on people. And just be dependent on God. He's going to put the right people in place in your life. Surround you with some good people. But it's going to be people that is going to help build you up and not tear you down. It may be uncomfortable at first. But chart it up to growing in Christ. We've got to get it right. And it's going to take everybody working together to do just that. These are the teachings of Jesus. We have to believe wholeheartedly will thou be made whole is my prayer on today. You all be blessed. Be safe out there as you travel up and down the dangerous highways and byways until we meet again.